was across the room, instantly taking out half a dozen of the hapless horribles. A general pulled a machine gun from his sock, but before he had the chance to take aim, the delivery boy had reached into his side bag and whipped out a bottle of cola, shaking it vigorously and opening it up, sending a stream of foamy fizzy pop right at the general's face. Ah! My eyes! Oh, I'm sorry, do you prefer it stirred, not shaken? the delivery boy asked. Amateurs! The black widow shrieked, pulling out her nunchucks and spinning them round her head. Time to let the grown-ups have a play. Oh, you want to play, do you? The delivery boy replied, pulling down his visor. He reached into his pizza bag, pulled out a couple of garlic baguettes and twirled them so fast all the black widow could see was a bready blur. Oh yeah, that's it. Drink it in. This is how I roll. He flung a garlic baguette straight at the Black Widow, striking her to the ground. Who... who are you? Mr. X asked shakily. The delivery boy pulled off his helmet and shook his hair back into place. There stood a boy, I mean, a real boy. He couldn't have been more than thirteen years old. Mr. X couldn't believe his eyes. The name's Twig. Kevin Twig, licensed to get all up in your face. What? Oh, I think you heard me, you bag of plums. I beg your pardon. Who are you calling a bag of plums? See me after assembly, Twig. Twig? Twig! Are you listening to me? Kevin snapped out of his daydream and sat up with a jolt, dropping the games console he'd been playing on. He wasn't fighting baddies. Kevin was in assembly and in big trouble. The whole of his year were all craning their necks to look at him, and there, at the front, stood Mr. Plunk. He was Kevin's elderly headmaster, a spindly man who looked as if he was made of string and bad moods. Oh, sorry, sir, Kevin said his face burning puce with shame. What's that in your hand? The headmaster snapped. Um, a calculator, Mr. Plunk, Kevin replied immediately. He decided to take a chance because the headmaster was very old and there was a possibility that he wouldn't know the difference between a games console and a calculator. I'm not an idiot, Kevin. I know a blasted computer when I see one. Awful things with their internet and funny cat videos, he snarled. I'll see you afterwards, Twig. Now open your ears and pay attention. Twenty minutes later, Kevin filed out of morning assembly, the embarrassment still hanging over him like a cloud. Hey, Twig, can I see your license to uh, get all up in my face? One kid laughed. Well done, Kevin. You find new and interesting ways to be a moron every day, another bellowed before punching him in the arm. Kevin desperately tried to rub the sting away without letting anyone know that it hurt. His head felt like a washing machine of bad thoughts, each one spinning round and round on a never-ending cycle. Why did he always have to get carried away, pretending he was the secret agent in the movie of his life? Why couldn't he just play his games console in secret, like the other boys, instead of going off into a mad daydream and shouting about 
getting all up in someone's face. Kevin imagined life without being yelled at by teachers, before realising that he was daydreaming about not daydreaming. Man, you have to be more careful, Pete whispered loudly into his ear. You know Mr Plunk has it in for you. Pete's right. I bet you were in your own world fantasising about being Ninja Pizza Boy again, weren't you? Stu said, shaking his head. Pete and Stu were Kevin's two best friends. It was a good job, as they were also Kevin's only friends. They'd practically spent their whole lives together, all the way from nursery to big school. They were a little gang of misfits, with Kevin as their misfit-in-chief. Well, it was good while it lasted. I just wanted to do something cool with my life. I bet I'd make a really good secret agent, Kevin pondered. I'm practically fluent in ninja. I'm pretty sure I could take down a real baddie with one arm tied behind.